Where are we on, guys? All right, we're having a little technical problem. Got banned by Facebook suddenly because I guess we played the Canadian national anthem in our first video. So we're trying to get Facebook back up. This is, the, that's, this is why we have to have a parallel economy, folks, because make sure you have a Getter account, make sure you have a Rumble account, make sure you have a Gab account because of things like this. All we did was play the Canadian national anthem for about eight seconds, and we got banned from Facebook. So just make sure you have those accounts. We're going to have a parallel economy. Michelle Malcolm just got banned from Airbnb because she's a, a right-wing politician, so she can't book any Airbnbs anywhere in the country. This is that's why there has to be a conservative Airbnb, just like there has to be a conservative Facebook, a conservative youth, youth, uh, YouTube. So you know, conservative Facebook is Gab, conservative YouTube is Rumble, conservative Twitter is Getter, and Gab's kind of a combination between them all. So that's where we're at right now. Speaking of Canada, let's go right to Michael P. Sanger video, Truckers for Freedom organizer Tamara Lynch. Play it for me. Calling on all levels of government in Canada to end all COVID mandates and restrictions. We will continue our protest until we see a clear plan for their elimination. Premier Scott Moe of Saskatchewan has taken leadership in Canada in ending restrictions and mandates in that province. Hopefully, these words will turn into long-lasting action. So far, no one from the federal, federal, provincial or municipal government has spoken directly with us. Instead, they are using you, the media, to portray us as racists, misogynists, and even terrorists. As a woman with Métis heritage, a mother and a grandmother, I am offended. The reality is that members of this freedom movement are average, peace-loving, and law-abiding citizens from all walks of life who are fed up with being disrespected and bullied by our government. We continue to see additional Canadians coming to Ottawa every day for peaceful demonstrations. We want, to, we want to thank the hundreds of residents of Ottawa who have stepped forward to show their support, providing accommodations, food and just plain friendship to members of our convoy. This love of community is what Canada is all about. Let me assure the people of Ottawa that we have no intent to stay one day longer than necessary. Our departure will be based on the Prime Minister doing what is right, ending all mandates and restrictions on our freedoms. All right, we are back on Facebook. It's just a whole bunch of garbage, and this is why Facebook stock value went down somewhere between, I think it was $24 billion in the latest stock evaluation. It might be 42. It's one of those two numbers, I think. Don't hold me to any of those numbers, but that's why they went down their latest stock evaluation because of stuff like this. There's lots of people like me and you that are on Facebook, and they choose to monkey around with us. We're leaving. There's a getter. There's a gab and there's a rumble. We all need to be migrating that way as time goes by. When you see your favorite conservative pundit uh, erased off of, of Facebook, banned off of Facebook, banned off of YouTube, where we've already been banned off of YouTube. My church is banned off of YouTube for life. I've been banned off of YouTube numerous times. That's why if you go over to YouTube right now, we have a YouTube channel, but we immediately cut our broadcast and and just put people, you know, tell people where to go from there. So that's, this is why, you know, this, I don't mean to go on a long rampage about this, but it just drives me crazy because there's nothing that we did. Oh, Canada is somehow a trademarked song all of a sudden. All right, go to Yankee Tweet, Will. So far, the, so far the truckers have succeeded. Here's their list of successes. Saskatchewan to remove their Vax Pass, awfully big success. Quebec to remove their Vax Tech. 
ta tax, which was they were going to have a tax on people's health insurance. Well, it's socialized medicine there. So basically, it's your socialized medicine tax. You're going to have to pay a lot more if you are unvaccinated. That's gone in Quebec. Remove O'Toole, a CPC leader, so they've taken a politician down. Keep on honking. That's right. Aaron Ginn video. Canadians put up, put up barricades to block the police. Play it for me. this is what it takes. This is civil disobedience. Nobody's doing anything violent. They're, they're keeping the police away from the convoy. If they want to tow that farmer's vehicle, they can tow it. Here's the problem. No tow trucks, all tow trucks in, in Ottawa are refusing to respond. So you can, they all claim you to have COVID. That's the truth. So all the tow truck drivers are actually supporting all the semi-truck drivers and all the farmers that are keeping the RCMP away from the convoy, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They're keeping them away, which is basically their brown shirt Gestapo for Justin Trudeau. So they're keeping it away. Civil disobedience. Some of you might not like that. Bull crap. Nothing wrong with it. You know what? I don't like that they locked our economy down. I don't like that we just crossed into $30 trillion worth of debt in our country. $6 trillion of it went to the faulty, now Johns Hopkins proven faulty response to COVID of lockdowns, vaccines, masks, and quarantines, and everything else. We'll get to that later. But I don't like all that either. And by the way, all of that was against the, the it's, I know it's not called the Constitution in Canada, but the Constitution in Canada, all of that was against the Constitution of the United States of America. If the cops are going to enforce unconstitutional edicts put out by health directors and unelected officials, as well as elected officials, if they're going to enforce those unconstitutional laws, then you know what? You need to, we, we can put up barricades to get in the way. Unviolent, not attacking any cops, nothing, not hurting anybody. But you know what? Put up a nice little barricade and make them tow the vehicle. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Glenn McGregor video. This is an this is the audio landscape in Ottawa right now. Play it for me. in Ottawa, tough crap. You know why? Because here's the thing. If you don't have any problem with causing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, including the truck drivers, to lose their jobs, then you get horn honks. Six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. That's how you get to live. If you have no problem ruining other people's lives, then maybe you need to taste it. 
Maybe you need to taste it. And this goes for everybody who caved to COVID in any way, shape, or form. Maybe you need to taste the inconvenience of other people. Because there's a lot of people, and I'm always on top of because judgment begins at the house of God. I'm always talking about the church first. For all those allegedly quote-unquote loving Christians who closed their churches down and supported masks and supported vaccines and all these businesses closed, you're allegedly loving. You know what? Maybe you need to taste losing your job. Maybe you need to taste inconvenience. Maybe you need to taste, you know what, I wonder what it's like to not know if I can pay for my child's next dinner. Maybe you need to taste that in the name of your love. Maybe you need to taste that, right? Aaron Ginn video, Canada's Freedom Convoy breaks through police lines. Watch this, play it for me. Listen, for most of COVID over the last 22 months, we're now in the 23rd month of 15 days to flatten the curve. Three days into the 23rd month of 15 days to flatten the curve. For most of that time, I could not stand Canadians because they were absolutely silent as all of their freedoms were pillaged from them. But man, I love these people now. Holy moly. It is absolutely brass cajones to go through the police line like that. You know what? It's time, like I said, for for civil disobedience. No violence. Nobody's getting hurt. Well, you know, not at all, no matter what the false accusations are of Ottawa politicians. Ottawa is the equivalent of D.C. in America, just so you know. That's where the capital is. That's where Justin Trudeau lives until he fled from these dangerous truckers. Now, here's, a, here's an interesting video. Marie Oak's video, Ottawa City Council. This is, this is what a city council member said. My residents fear for their lives. Now, she said, or he, no, I don't know which one. They fear for their lives. Ottawa City Council, typical of like the D.C. City Council, or, or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer, all of them intertwined together. And, you know, Muriel Bowser runs the city of D.C. You've also got people running the very liberal city of Ottawa. And the Ottawa City Council says, my residents are in fear for their lives. Well, here's, here's, some, uh, here's some convoy protesters. This is, what they're, they're, this is what is causing them to fear for their lives. Play it for me. <laughs> City Council, my residents are in fear for their lives. All right, let's go to the next one. Our beautiful freedom truckers taking time. Remember, they're in fear for their lives, right? Well, here's the truckers taking this from Donaldo Trumpo taking time to feed the homeless. Play it for me.
there we go. So here, and here, this is a classic video. Now these, hopefully these three stooges, these three um, COVID caving women, these just, they're the actual, the, the absolute epitome of COVID caving, just drones. That's all that they are. They're just sim simply little mass zombies walking around asking, how can I comply? How can I comply? What can I do next to comply? That's who these people are. And this is from me and Miles Chong. And then, and these are women that allegedly confronted one of the convoy truck drivers. Play it for me. We were coming from different places and we met in front of our building. And then the, this guy with this huge truck came and tooting, you know. And I said, this is awful, awful. Let's go and stop him. This huge truck and a bunch of little, littler trucks came up our little street here, honking away. And we just decided we'd had enough. And we thought we'd make a statement. And we're up high in their cab of the truck, right, looking down on us. We couldn't hear anything they had to say, and they, could, they didn't want to hear us. I, so I wanted to communicate to them that we just did not support what they're doing. So I just... We don't want to listen to any more of these, these women, but here's the thing. So first of all, let me just comment on their appearance. These are the typical sort of women that I speak of that lop all their hair off and don't give two craps about how they look. I really feel sorry for their husbands. I'll leave it there for now. But here they are standing, they're, they're sitting there confronting these truckers. By the way, all three of those women totally and completely depend on truckers to live. All three of them, by the way, so do I. I'm saying all three of them completely and totally depend on the very people they're trying to mandate out of existence. What are they gonna do when there are no truckers? Where, where is that woman going to get her wretched hair crap that she puts in her hair? She makes herself actually uglier than she already naturally is, which is not good to begin with. So here's the thing. So they're trying to mandate these truckers out of existence, the very people that they depend on. And, by, and let me go back to my original point from before. These are people that have absolutely no problem whatsoever mandating, masking, uh, quarantining, censoring people out of existence. They have no problem whatsoever with causing people by the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands to lose their jobs in Canada. And now they're being inconvenienced. And I believe we're on day six of the convoy inside of Ottawa. Tough freaking crap. You know what? You're fine with all these people losing their jobs so that you can be a nice little compliant COVID uh, soldier, a, a nice little compliant branch COVIDian. And be, you know, just, you know, you just can't wait to be marginalized. I guess all these people that don't see it coming, that they're going to be marginalized out of existence. The little comforts that those three stooges enjoy every day will be taken from them by the bourgeois elitist like WEF member. Justin Trudeau, happily taking all of their rights from them as they willfully comply day after day. K2 video, this is the uh, lawyer for the, for the trucker convoy. Play it for me. So it's been a tenuous uh, and precarious day here on day five, rolling into the evening. Uh, the lanes are open, uh, but clearly this has not come to an end. Negotiations are ongoing, uh, but parts of the blockade still continue in force. The morale is pretty strong here. Uh, we did negotiate a massive fuel truck to come through and refuel uh, some of the semis uh, that are on the line. 
Just a little update there, a major point there is the fuel truck came through, so they're going to just keep on going, and they're sticking to their guns and saying until all the COVID mandates or all the vaccine mandates are taken down, they are staying in Ottawa. The border is open. How, they have one lane open on that highway. Ottawa, for all intents and purposes, is shut down as it should be. If you want to shut down everybody else, then you get shut down. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That shall he also reap, Galatians 6-7. Uh, this is a Rebel News video. Here's the thing. This is why I told you from my sort of opening uh, salvo that I gave about Facebook. This is why you have to have a parallel economy. This, this, this is the epitome of this. Pay close attention. Play it for me. I want to ask the mayor if he will pick up the phone and call GoFundMe in the States direct, directly and demand that they cease and desist sending money to these unlawful protesters. And... Perhaps while he's at it, he could pick up the phone and ask the prime minister to do the same. We've had some conversations about perhaps suing GoFundMe, but uh, legal action takes time, and this is urgent. We need to cut off the pipeline of funding to these um, um, people that are unlawfully uh, mercenaries, if you will, that are unlawfully protesting and occupying our communities. Uh, mercenary, somebody that you actually pay to go conduct warfare, you stupid idiot. And why is it that all of these women look exactly the same? They do. They just don't give a crap what they look like whatsoever. You know, it's all, they just find another cause. Their cause is making sure your six-month-old gets vaxxed. That's her cause. No, what, am I going to make myself look like a woman today? Nah, you know what? Let's get a six-month-old vaxxed instead. There's my cause. Or you know what? Let me butcher the unborn. There's my cause. That's how these people are. So that's an Ottawa city council member calling for GoFundMe to cut off the pipeline of funding and, and then calls on the, she, I believe she's calling on the mayor to do it, and then called on the prime minister to do it. And guess what? GoFundMe did it. GoFundMe has suspended the account. They had, I, I don't remember how much was in there. It was, a, it was, a, it was over a million dollars that was in there. So they've, they've cut off the account. This is why we have to have our own version of GoFundMe. And here's all the things. You need, you need to attack these sort of wretched theological expressions with the Bible. Everyone's like, no, you know, we, sh we shouldn't be separating. We should come together. Is coming together in the Bible? I mean, I'm just curious. Do you, do you believe that you're supposed to come together with that Ottawa City Council member who is call, calling for other people to be uh, defunded? Are you supposed to come together with Kamala Harris? Always use the worst examples. Everyone's always saying we need to come together. Am I, or even inside the church, am I going to come together with a COVID-caving church? Am I going to come together with a church that has on their sign only the vaccinated can enter the building? I'm supposed to come together? That's not the Bible. The Bible says this, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? That's 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. And also, you know, here, and here's, a, here's another one. 2 Corinthians 6, 17, right there, just three verses down. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. I don't come together with people who do not have like values. I don't attack them. They're able to live in peace. I'm not trying to defund them. I'm not trying to censor them. I'm doing anything. But you know what? I'm not going to come together with them because there is no coming together. There's only acquiescing. There's only capitulation and compliance with those people because they are leftist, globalist tyrants. That's who they are.
Whether they know they are or not, that's who they are. They are actually tools of the Antichrist spirit. Again, whether they even know it or not. All right, Wendy Rogers' video, here's what's going on. You can just side by side this, Aaron. This is what's going on in Germany right here. The next convoy, look at the size of this thing. I mean, look at this. This is going on all around the world. This is happening in Australia. This is happening in, uh, in Italy also. And it's just building and building and building and building. You can bring it back to me because here's the thing. You know what? Angela Merkel, prime minister of Germany, your chancellor, I guess her title is, she can't eat. She can't eat without the truckers. Shut down the roads. Not only are you getting, she can't. Her, her little portly self walk, waltzing or waddling around Germany, she can't do anything without the truckers. So you know what? Take the truckers from her. Take the highway. You know, she's perfectly willing to take your freedom, perfectly willing to take your job, perfectly willing to take your health through the death jab, perfectly willing. So you know what? None of her chocolate gets through. None of her coffee gets through. None of her meals get through. Nothing. Make these people live with that which they do. And here's why this has happened in Canada. Here's why. It's bold-faced lies. You can put up Vancouver Sun for me. Majority of new COVID-19 hospitalizations among, among people admitted for other reasons. It's all been gaslit, propagandist, globalist tripe from day one. No, no, Tom. You know, this started off as a legitimate health concern. That's why me and my kids, we vaccinated for 47 days inside our house. No, you were an idiot. You were a fool. You, didn't, you did not sense what the Holy Spirit was telling you. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Tom, you shouldn't call people idiots. You're the pastor of a church. Jesus called people whitewashed tombs and called them Satan and sons of hell. And you're worried about idiot? Maybe, you know what? You should be like me and say, I've spent galactic periods of time in my life as an idiot. So I have no problem calling myself an idiot. Hence the reason I have no problem call, calling people who caved to this from day one idiots because you were idiotic in that decision and you need to repent. But yet most of the church never has. And it's all been lies from day one. The majority of COVID-19 hospitalizations, look at that, this is Vancouver, are among people admitted for other reasons. So they're bold-faced lies. People go in there for broken fingers, broken arms, sore throats, whatever it may be. And it's not, they go in for other reasons outside of covid cancer and what heart attacks, whatever it may be. And then they, they swab them for COVID and then they put it down as a COVID, COVID case say, our hospitals are overrun. The same tactics they use every time. Ex exactly the same. Every, every new variant, whether it's Alpha, Delta, Omicron, it's the same thing every time. Our hospitals are being overrun. They never are. Take a bunch of pictures of the emergency rooms. They're never being overrun. I've actually sent my guy out and it's taken pictures of numerous hospitals in the area here. And it's a very elderly population and a soul in there during the Delta wave, during the Alpha wave. No, nobody's overrun. Not one. It's all been bold-faced lies. Then they say, you know what? A lot of the cases are with kids now. Those are all bold-faced lies because what they do is they wait for kids to come in with some other problem, whatever it may be, and then they swab them and they, of course they test positive for COVID, but 97% of PCR tests are completely and totally inaccurate because they spend your genetic material way too many times. They'll find, uh, they'll, they'll mark you down for positive on Corona because you had the common cold 17 years ago. I'm exaggerating slightly, but it, 10 years ago does fit. And that's what they've been doing from day one. So these truckers are saying no more. All right, so let's look at some hypocrisy here. Here's Clay Travis' tweet. Here's, here's California Governor Gavin Newsom, Mr. Mask, mandatory mask. Now, there is a mask mandate for the entire state of California. 
you shall wear a mask. But here's Cole Gavin next to Magic Johnson, who's another hyper-liberal, I'm sure masked Nazi himself. Here's California Governor Gavin Newsom unmasked indoors at the NFC Championship game in L.A. You know, here's the thing. Leave this up. I just wonder with these people, do they not realize wh how you know, where our culture's at? Do they not realize the technology that things have changed? I mean, you're stupid enough to mandate masks to people, and then you are out unmasked taking pictures of yourself? I mean, you not realize the culture that you're living in? Truly amazing. That's like I told you. Leave this up now. It's like I told you. These people, whether it's Magic Johnson or Gavin Newsom, whether it's Eric Garcetti, I'll show you that London breed here in a minute, all these people, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Jen Psaki, they're very zealous. Understand, they're actually zealous, and they're loyal to the devil. They're loyal to the Antichrist spirit. They're loyal to the WEF and Klaus Schwab. Very loyal, very zealous. Understand that. But here's, here's the thing you need to really, really get. They're stupid. You have to be stupid to mandate masks for every, and we already know that old Gavi, old Gavi, he's already been caught at the French Laundry before, unmasked, sitting next to two health officials, all of which came together to implement that mask Nazism in California while they sit at the French Laundry close to one another, totally and completely unmasked. He's already been caught before, but here he is. But today, every kid in his state will have to wear a mask at school. This is all complete and total insanity. It has been since March of 2020. Now listen, don't go for the latest propaganda. And by the way, this propaganda comes from the right and the left. Those talk about, well, we're now at the stage where we can do these things. You know, we, we can take down mass mandates. You know, we're now at the stage, you know, well, we've discovered that cloth, cloth masks don't work against Omicron. That, you, when they put that out there and they say cloth masks don't work against Omicron, so they worked against Delta, same size virus. They worked against Alpha, same size virus. Absolutely no different whatsoever. Don't fall for their propaganda. Now we're at the place. No, we were never at the place for the installation of all these ridiculous mitigations. We were never at that place. There was never a time to lock down. There was never a time to mask. There certainly is not a time to jam a metal rod full of an mRNA experimental vaccine from a globalist company called Moderna, a globalist comp company called Pfizer, who gets their butts sued off for bribing doctors and killing people. There was never, there was never any reason. So don't fall for their liberal leftist globalist uh, propaganda of now we've come to the place. We've never been at the place that justifies you wearing a mask. Not one time. Justin Hart video, Gavin Newsom is a liar. Play it for me. As it relates to you're correct, I was very judicious yesterday. Uh, very judicious. And you'll see the photo that I did take um, where magic was kind enough generous enough to ask me for a photograph and in my left hand's the mask and i took a photo uh, the rest of the time i wore it uh, as we all should uh, not when i had a glass of water or a thing and i uh, encourage everybody else to do so and uh and that's it to me so is that true only when he had a glass of water will he got that oh play that for me play it for me only when he had a glass of water yeah. magic and there's Leonardo DiCaprio there, another masked Nazi, unmasked himself. But no, he's got the rosary beads on. So you're, he gets credit for the mask because he shows his subservience. 
He shows his subservience. So he's got the mask on. As long as you do that and you show, you know, your pledge of allegiance to the orthodoxy, your subservience, your acquiescence to the orthodoxy, you're good. Even though you're sputating COVID everywhere, I guess. And Gavin Newsom said that he was only masked us when he was drinking water. I don't see any water in the vicinity. Anybody see any water anywhere? I don't see. So what is he? He's a bold-faced freaking liar like he has always been. Nancy Pelosi's nephew. It's the same. They all know each other. We'll get to that a little bit later. All right, Senator, uh, where are we at? RNC Research or Senator? All right, let's do it. Toddlers are being forced to wear masks all day long in school. Maybe one day they'll be governor or the mayor of L.A. Here's Garcetti, mayor of L.A., London Breed, mayor of San Francisco, all of which have mask mandates. They'll be governor or the mayor of L.A., and they won't have to f- follow the rules they impose on others. And that's exactly what this is, by the way. This is not hypocrisy. Understand, this is not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's not hypocrisy. These people do not believe they need to live by their own mandates because they are above you. It's hierarchy. It's oligarchy. There they are, right there. That's London, left to right, London Breed, Magic Johnson, Eric Garcetti. There they are, right there next to each other. And there's the kids. Math, that's what kids look like in California. But they themselves, they don't have to do any of that because it's, it's not hypocrisy. Don't, hypocrisy is actually less than what they are. They think that they are above you. What does God say about that in Romans chapter 2, verse 11? For there is no respect of persons with God. Nobody is above another person. Yes, we have leadership positions. Yes, with a cop, it's his blue lights, you need to pull over. Yes, we have pastoral positions that are over churches. Yes, we have presidents. Yes, we have governors. And we need to, we need to, uh, to listen to the leadership to some degree, but under the guise of the Constitution because that's the ruling document. However, they, it's, not, it's not hypocrisy. Always remember, it's hierarchy. They are bourgeois, elitist snobs. They put those in place for you. And they, they only put those mandates in place to see who will comply. That's why they never let up, because they are power perverts. They say, you know what? You get vaxxed, you take your mask off, and as soon as you get vaxxed, they put your mask back on you. Where is it? I mean, here we are, 20, we're in the 23rd month of 15 days to flatten the curve. And you're still masked after you've been triple vaxxed and you still haven't caught on yet. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but there's one or two watching that's not part of the choir. That's what it's been about from day one, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 17. That's what it's been about from day one. A rush towards it. It only took them 23 months. Only to them, we're not at the mark of the beast yet, but look at where we're at in 23 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. Look where we are. All you COVID caving Christians who are avoiding the big, stinking, feces covered elephant in the room, that you're still, you're preaching about everything else except for that which you caused, which is the proliferation of the Antichrist spirit being manifested in vaccine passports, screaming towards the mark of the beast. That is on. You, judgment begins at the house of God. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Let's go to the next one, whatever, whatever it is, I'm lost. There we go, Deadline Hollywood. L.A. Mayor Garcetti says he held his breath for mask. Oh, boy. Here we go. L.A. Mayor Garcetti says he held his breath for maskless photo with Magic Johnson. So that justifies him not wearing a mask. Go to the next one for me. It's actually the video of him saying it. Play it for me. And I, when people ask for a photograph, 
I hold my breath and I put it here and people could see that. <laughs> so he holds his breath. Allegedly, he holds his breath for long periods of time too, right? Uh, truly, this is, this is who's telling you. This is why I'm always, this is why I'm always saying to you, why would you ever do what any of these people tell you to do? If, a, if somebody is a baby butchering abortionist, you ought not to take medical advice from them. If it's Pfizer, a globalist organization that gets sued for umpteen billions of dollars for the harm and the death that they've caused to humanity, as well as the bribery to doctors and nurses, you ought not to take their vaccine. But there's all kinds of guys, still even conservatives. You know, like Ben Shapiro, he was out the other day. He's saying it, so I'm going to address it. You know, he goes, I still think vaccinations are good for the most vulnerable. Bull crap, Ben. Where do you, I mean, you know why he says it? Because he's vaccinated. That's why he says he, he now has to justify the, the mistake that all the data is saying that he made. That's what these, the, these people are doing. The other people like Ted Cruz, not one word. He's vaccinated. He's not saying one word. Donald Trump has backed off of it now. Donald Trump was finished. If he continued to talk about vaccinations and Operation Warp Speed, he was absolutely finished. Here's another comment from California. Christina Puchow, spokesperson for Ron DeSantis. Update from my mom in Los Angeles County, Eric Garcetti. Yes, the woman at CVS told me to put a mask on. I told her Gavin Newsom doesn't wear a mask, and I'm, and I'm done. Arrest me. He he. Exactly right. That's what you do. I walked. It's funny today because I had to go to the dentist today which is always a bummer, but I walked in there and everybody in there is masked. Every worker, every patient masked here in Florida, here in free Florida, because it's a corporation. I didn't put no mask on. So I walked in there. What was funny is that both people that were in my vicinity, one lady that was sitting catty corner to me about 10, 12 feet away. She pulled her mask. She was fully masked. I mean, all the way up to her eyeballs. I'm sitting there unmasked. She pulled hers down under her chin. Next patient comes out. He had the whole mask thing under his, you know, like the, you know, like this, almost like the scarves out of the, the, the real tight material. What do you call it? Like spandexy sort of, what's it called? Gator. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gator under his, it was, obviously he was wearing, and he came out, saw me unmasked. He ain't putting that thing on. You, you stand and other people will follow you. That's the whole idea of being a Christian, by the way. It's not to comply. It's to stand and cause people to follow you to the cross. If you comply to the world, then you're just leading them to a devil's hell. All right. Here's the next one. Cambry tweet. California is pausing, this is brilliant. California is pausing COVID rules. Remember, it's all about your health. You're masking to save your life, even though masks have been proven to do absolutely nothing. The California, though, is pausing and vaccinating you, even though vaccines either harm you or do absolutely nothing. Those are your two choices. Maybe they cause everybody to be harmed. We will see over time. California is pausing COVID rules for the Super Bowl game. Why would that be? Leave it up. Why would that be? I want to know the health implications behind that pause. I want to know the science behind the pause, please. I'm just curious because allegedly we're going through this Omicron wave, this Omicron pandemic, but lo and behold for the Super Bowl where you're going to have, not just, it's not just the game itself, which will have between 100 and 110,000 people all within six inches of each other, but it's hundreds of thousands of people merging into Los Angeles for the game in close quarters for a week. 
all together. But for some reason, the COVID rules get eased when money's at stake. You know why that is? Because the love of money is the root of all evil, and that's what these people are all run by. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. That's what they're all run by. So when money, it's just like they stand, they allegedly like LeBron James, he stands with stands with BLM, stands with Antifa, says that you know what, that you know, there's systemic racism and that cops are shooting you know, are out hunting black men every day, even though statistically speaking, that is, it runs between 10 and 20 unarmed black men killed by the police per year out of a 42 million population of African-Americans in the United States. But then he says absolutely nothing about the concentration camps in China because he gets lots and lots of money from China. So the the Uyghur Muslim concentration camps, where you have people in jumpsuits, blindfolded, zip tied with their hands behind their back, loaded on the trains, looking just like Dachau or Auschwitz. LeBron says nothing. Same exact spirit here. We are not ignorant of his devices, lest Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. It's the same thing over and over again. They cave as soon as money is at stake. This is why you do what the truckers are doing in Canada. Money is at stake now. Their comfort is at stake. Money, comfort, it's all the love, it's all wrapped up into it. Many people who love money the most are the middle class. They'll do anything. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, they will do anything to keep their middle class life. They'll bend over, grab their ankles. They'll wear a mask. They'll triple vax. They'll do anything. They'll lock down. They will do anything so that they keep their little middle class lifestyle. And I'm middle class. I'm just saying that I won't do anything to keep that lifestyle. But here, this is, this is the root of all. This is why I never closed. This is why I never masked. This is why I never quarantined. I, it's not the real reason why. The real reason why is the Holy Spirit was telling me, don't do it. This is all the devil. Don't do it. You know it's all about money, not your safety or health. Hypocrisy at its finest. It is hypocrisy, but it's mainly hierarchy. It's mainly hierarchy. It is Eric Garcetti saying, you know what? For all of you useless peasants, you will mask. But when all the bourgeois elitists merge into L.A. for the Super Bowl, they can all do whatever it is they want. We've seen one pick after another where the bourgeois elite are standing there unmasked, Arm in arm with the peasants who are masked. All right, Ian Miller tweet, just so you know, here's the lies. And this is absolutely empirical data. This is from the CDC. Here's the stats. Every single day since Los Angeles reinstated their mask mandate, except for the Super Bowl, and added progressively stricter vaccine passports, except for the Super Bowl. They're, they've done worse than Orange County, where there are no vaccine passports. Pretending COVID interventions work requires a willful disregard for reality. There you go. Put the graph up. There. Oh, thank you, guys. There it is. So there, it's, there's no way. Notice down at the bottom where this data comes from. The CDC. Look at universal mask mandate put in the middle of December. Look how great it's done. Look how great it's done. Uh, let's see, vaccine passports at indoor locations put in in November of 2020. Look how wonderful these things have done. Isn't it great? And then you have the comparison with Orange County, who did none of these things and has done better, which, by the way, I will tell you that this is the exact same graph for any, if you ever want to compare a county, a city, a country that did COVID, heavy-duty COVID mitigations versus a city, county, a state, whatever it may be, that didn't do Heavy COVID mitigations, it looks like this every single time. And this is coming from Rochelle Walensky's CDC. And what are her answers? Mandate the vaccine. 
This is a pandemic of the unvaxxed, all bold-faced Goebbels propaganda. From day one, from day one, this has been a 99.9% survival virus, 80, 80% plus of all deaths are 65 or, 65 or above, 82% of hospitalizations are obese. That is what this has been from day one. Understand that. All right, this, you need to understand, this is a cult. This is a doctor who claims that she's a Republican, and you just have, this video just speaks for itself. It's all of the, of the people that comply and acquiesce to all these COVID mandates and then preach them, it's an absolute cult. Play it for me. I want to stay on this subject. I want to get to Dr. Nicole Baldwin. She's a pediatrician and a Republican. Dr. Baldwin, go ahead. Doc, how are you? Hi. <laughs> Thank you for taking my question, Mr. President. I am a pediatrician who utilizes social media to educate about health, and I'm very concerned about the rise in misinformation from the anti-vaccine community that is eroding trust in life-saving vaccines. Spread of this misinformation and declining vaccination rates could leave Americans vulnerable to vaccine-preventable diseases in the future. So what I want to know is, what is the White House doing to combat medical misinformation and to restore America's faith in science? Now, Peter, I must ask before we take flight if you and your pal Tinkerbell are up to date on your immunizations. Now, Beast, did I just hear you say that you're worried about the antigens that are in your vaccines? Lion, did I hear you say you're afraid of shots? Well, do you know what's scarier than shots? Diseases. You're due for some vaccines and you're worried that you can't go to the doctor's office because of coronavirus? I've got great news for you. Doctor's offices around the country are doing everything they can to keep their offices safe and clean and especially healthy for their patients. So it's funny how it all worked out, right? She's at a Biden rally, a Biden news conference, whatever you call it, a Biden, Biden public forum. And she's a Republican doctor, right? She's a Republican doctor. She's a, she's a right winger. I'm sure she was pulling the lever for Trump, right? So here's another great one. This is the same lady, lives of TikTok video. I saw it, now you have to. Here's the same lady, play it for me. Ready? Ready. Roll call. Uh, my name's Nicole. And I'm a doctor for kids, and I help parents not lift their lids. Woo! Ready? Ready. Roll call. I'm Dr. Todd. I know the tricks to keeping kids from getting sick. Woo! Oh my God, Todd. I, what are we gonna do? It's like people just don't believe us anymore. I know. I know, Nicole. You know what? These people would rather just listen to some random person or somebody on social media. I bet they couldn't even pass Mr. Jenkins' ninth grade science class. I totally know what you're saying, Todd. And but I just, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Maybe. Wait. What if we created the, the perfect cheer? Girl, talk about vaccines. It's me. It's me. Who's that girl talking about vaccines? It's me. It's me. All right. All right. All right. All right. C O V I D. COVID. You can take a knee. All right. Let me make some observations here. First of all, you have to be a cultist to behave that way. 
There's absolutely no medical agenda behind any of that. You're just a cultist trying to either profit off of it, trying to make yourself famous, whatever it may be. Now, let's talk about the guy in the video. Now, I would assume that that's this doctor's husband. He's also a doctor. Now, I'm assuming that the prerequisite for her to find a marriage part partner, for him to marry her, he had to lop his testicles off. That had to be, because there's no way that a man acts like that. He, I mean, literally, when, on the day that he took a knee, like he has for COVID, and he took a knee to propose to her, he must have brought out a razor blade and lopped off his own testicles. It had to be. That had to be the prerequisite. A diamond ring, and here's, my, here's the diamond ring, and my testicles. That, that is, I mean, you have to behave like that. You have to be a eunuch. You have to be. There's no other way to behave that way. And the other thing is you have to be an absolute cultist, which both of them are. And I just want to congratulate all the people that bowed to people like them and took their vaccine. Great, fantastic. Let's look at CNN, Matt Schlapp tweet, Jeff Sucker. Now here's where I'm telling you. They all know each other. They're all linked together. It's so conspiratorial. Are you sure? Listen, before you cast something aside, I'm not talking about QAnon bull crap. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about, you know what, if, it, if there's actual data that tells you that they all know each other, then they all know each other. Jeff Zucker was having an affair with Andrew Cuomo's. So Jeff Zucker, the head, the president of CNN, getting paid $6 million a year, who ran Trump collusion propaganda for three straight years, has been lying about COVID for 23 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. Jeff Zucker was having an affair with Andrew Cuomo's former comms director while CNN was covering for his nursing home scandal and allowing Chris Cuomo to help him respond to sexual harassment claims. There truly is no bottom at CNN. It's a deep web of corruption. Leave this up for me so I can continue to read off of it. So here's the thing. Let's, let's go down the list here. So Jeff Zucker is having an affair with Mary Jeff Zucker having an affair with Andrew Cuomo's former comms director. Andrew Cuomo, who without question, absolute fact, caused the deaths of 16 to 17,000 people by putting COVID-infected patients into nursing homes, the most vulnerable population that deserve the most protection. That shows you their motives from day one. Gretchen Whitmer did the same thing. Phil Murphy did the same thing. J.B. Pritzker did the same thing. That's Illinois. That's Pennsylvania. Tom Wolf did the same thing. That's Pennsylvania. Gavin Newsom, New Jersey, Michigan. They all did the exact same thing. And Jeff Zucker's having an affair with Andrew Cuomo's former comms director while CNN was covering the nursing home scandal. Wonder why you never heard about the news nursing home scandal because Jeff Zucker was having a sexual relationship with Andrew Cuomo's comms director. They all know each other while, while Zucker is dispatching Chris, Chris Cuomo every night to not say a word about the nursing home situation and allowing, it's not just that Chris Cuomo helped him respond to sexual harassment claims. I guarantee you, did you ever hear a report from Chris, Chris Cuomo about Andrew Cuomo's uh, putting COVID patients into nursing homes. You ever hear a report about that? Absolutely not. They all know each other. Every last one of them, they know each other. They are interconnected. They're at the same parties. See, you think you've got, you think you have a fair shot. No, it is a rigged game. That's why we need to take all the riggers, all the people that rig the game out of power. 
period, right now, and have Nuremberg-style tribunals and get to the truth. I'm not talking about hanging people, not talking about hurting people. And listen, if there's criminal violations and people need to pay criminally. Anthony Fauci has perjured himself. I don't know how many times on the House and Senate floor he needs to answer for that. Not to mention any other things that are hidden in his now redacted emails. All right, where are we at? Uh, Truckistan, this is Jack Posobiec actually going under the name Truckistan Ambassador Poso tweet. I don't know who needs to hear this, but the new editor, told you they all know each other, of the Washington Post is married to the chief of staff for Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI. They all know each other, folks. This is a rigged game. This is a rigged game. That's why you have one, six protesters, whatever crimes they committed, mostly misdemeanors, in, a lot of times not even knowing they were committing the trespass misdemeanor that they've been charged with because they took down the barricades. You know, they took, you know, Ray Epps took down the barricades to show that it was a trespass, showed the line for where trespassing began. Ray Epps, who's probably, as we most of us know, an FBI informant, an FBI operative. So, but all the, you know, Antifa crimes, all the Black Lives Matter crimes, all of them, you know, of course, you had Kamala Harris with the Minnesota Freedom Fund bailing out rioters, bailing out arsonists, bailing out thieves and vandals and who knows whatever kind of criminality she was bailing out. But they all know each other. So now you have the editor of the Washington Post is, is married to the chief of staff of Christopher Wray. Now you wonder why the stories are what they are in the Washington Post. It's not free press. It's all influence. Why, why is there no scathing pieces on the FBI and the Washington Post? Because they all know each other. Rona McDaniel tweet, Biden is nominated. Funny how this works. Biden is nominated Gretchen Whitmer's health director, Robert Gordon, because of the great job he did in Michigan, finishing off 9,000 people inside of nursing homes by putting in COVID-infected patients in nursing homes, just like Cuomo did. Health director Robert Gordon who got $155,000 in hush money to sign a non-disclosure agreement to a position at the HHS. Funny how that works, isn't it? Apparently, Biden believes covering up nursing home deaths is a reason for promotion. So Robert Gordon gets bought off so that he you give him a non-disclosure agreement. That's a funny way to bribe somebody. Non-disclosure means you can't talk about anything that you were doing in your public sector job. None of this is legal, but since they all know each other, you got the Washington Post married to the FBI, nobody reports it. This is all factual data. There, This is beyond dispute. All right, let's look at some Biden stuff. Associated Press tweet, U.S. raid in Syria. 13 people have been killed. Well, including six women and four children. Here's the Biden administration again. Sounds just like they allegedly got the terrorist. I have no clue how to pronounce his name. Al Shairi, whatever it may be. They allegedly got him. But in the midst of getting him, and one of our helicopters was shot down, 13 civilians were killed for absolutely no reason, six of them children, four women, first responders at the scene report. So here we have the Biden administration again, and you're like, Tom, well, of course, you're, you're a right-winger, you're a Republican, of course you don't like the Biden administration. That's true. But here's the thing. The only reason why the Biden administration is in power is because of all the conservatives that strap masks on. All those conservatives that endorsed that COVID-19 was a bubonic plague to the extent that you couldn't go vote in person. So they ended up with their corrupt election, their fraudulent election, their untraceable ballots, no signature verification ballots, no chain of custody ballots, and Biden magically gets 81 million votes. Donald Trump sets the record at 74 million votes for an incumbent and somehow loses by 7 million votes, as Joe Biden gets way more votes than Barack Obama ever came close to. 
But but and the only reason why that happened is because everybody there was no there was there was so little in person voting, and now it's all starting to come out in in Wisconsin, in Arizona. Nobody pays close attention to what they did in Arizona, the investigation, the election. There was hundreds of thousands of absolutely inappropriate ballots there. And it's coming out the same in Wisconsin. It's a fraudulent election. Anybody, and, and everyone always talks to, they talk about, well, this was tried. And, you know, Donald Trump had 80 lawsuits and he lost every one. Is that true? Ask yourself that question. Is it true that Donald Trump had all of these uh, lawsuits and he lost every one of them, whether you're attacking Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, whatever it may be? Is any of that true? No, absolutely not. Most of the only ones that they that they uh, that were actually allowed to go before a judge and jury, they predominantly won, and there was three of those. All the rest of them were never allowed to be before a jury, were never allowed to be before a judge. They were dismissed for lack of standing. You had 21 states suing, suing the United States government because it was a fraudulent election, and the Supreme Court, including people like John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh said that the states, 21 states, lacked standing for a federal election lawsuit. They didn't lose anything. The game was never played. There were, there were no losses. There may have been a few losses, but it was predominantly win, wins whenever, they, whenever the game was allowed to be played. Let's go to the next one. Is it a pick, right? President Biden, one year in, and America is moving forward. That's what Biden says on 12022. So let's look now. Companies unexpectedly cut 301,000 jobs in January as Omicron slams jobs market. Now, is that true? It has nothing to do with Omicron. It has to do with the response to Omicron. It has absolutely nothing to do with people so sick they're not working. It has to do with vaccine mandates. Again, they will always tell you. Did you get Jen Psaki up at the podium and she'll say, well, you know, we're getting 99% compliance. It's just such a small amount of people. Really? 72,000 nurses laid off in New York, fired in New York is a small amount, a national shortage of doctors and nurses, a national shortage of pilots, a national shortage of stewardesses on airplanes, thousands of flight, national shortage of oil workers, a national shortage of truckers, all from their vaccine mandates, which, which again, we are winning. It sounds like we're not winning, but I just, I want to get the truth out there. We are winning. Every, we want to talk about lawsuits, who's losing every lawsuit is Joe Biden. Every single lawsuit, whether it's the federal healthcare workers are mandated to take the vax, just lost that. The companies with over 100 employees and all those have to, have to, all companies who have more than 100 employees have to have all their employees vaccinated, just lost that. He's losing it all. He's losing every single lawsuit, every single time. We are winning. And numerous countries are opening right now, but I want you to be cautious. When you see that this country opened and they're dropping all mitigations, because a lot of these country, com, uh, countries are dropping some mitigations. They say all, but they're leaving the vaccine mandate in place. They're dropping masks, but they're leaving their vaccine mandates in place. Pay, play, uh, pay close attention when you see that and actually read the article, because a lot of them are not dropping all of their, all of their COVID restrictions because the mandates are still in place because that's their new normal. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Townhall.com video, Biden. Oh, gun manufacturers are the only industry in America that is exempted from being sued. Play it for me. Imagine had we had a liability. They're the only industry in America that is exempted from being able to be sued by the public. Only one. Imagine had that been the way with cigarette manufacturers. Where the hell would we, where, would, where the heck would we be? We'd be in tough shape. 
Why gun manufacturers? Because of the power of their lobbying ability. It's got to end. End. They got to be held responsible for the things that they do that are irresponsible. And folks, you know, it's the only industry in America, as I said, that's exempt from being sued. And I think I find it to be outrageous. So Biden makes the allegation that the only companies in America that are exempted from lawsuits are firearms companies, Winchester, Glock, whatever it may be. I don't even know which ones are in America, which ones aren't. So don't hold me. I know Six Hour is not. But whatever it may be, Remington, they're the only ones that are exempted from lawsuits. Hmm, Let's think about that. Is that remotely true? Because I can think of a company that's exempted. Uh, It's called Pfizer. It's called Moderna. It's called anybody pumping, pimping vaccines. They're, they're all exempted from lawsuits under their EUA. And that's why, again, and this is redundant for some of you that watch this podcast, the only reason why they're trying to vaccinate kids is vaccinating kids gives you a permanent EUA, an emergency, uh, uh, emergency use authorization. It gives you a permanent one. If you're vaccinating kids, as you're vaccinating those kids, if adults have problems, if they die, if they're hurt by your vaccine, you're still covered under the EUA if you're vaccinating kids. That is absolute fact. That is their only motivation. That's why they keep going younger and younger and younger so that nobody can sue them. That's on that Bears report. That's what they're doing, folks. That's exactly what is happening. That is absolute fact. Now, here's the thing. Again, this is like the Biden section. This is Biden's America. Our taking back video. This is sad. Play it for me. There's the state of America. Those are human lives. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, Jeremiah 1.5. Thou shalt not take a human life, Exodus 23 through 17. And that's the mockery of what God forms in the womb right there, and the mockery of taking human life. And I wonder if they'd want their own lives taken when they were in the womb. And they'd fight for their own life right now. What's the difference between the life in the womb and the lives of those three or four idiots prancing around? Absolutely none in the sight of God. And it shouldn't be. It should should be absolutely none in the sight of every human being. All right, Dr. Afzal tweet. Warning to all doctors going into the vaccination portion of the show here. Warning to all doctors and data scientists. I am observing a mass spike in cancer. I am warning that there is now 20 times, I mean, there are 20 times the normal, I'm trying to get out my, my stats here. I am warning there is now 20 times the normal average of certain types of cancers ever since the Operation Warp Speed injections were first introduced. This is, notice the title in front of his name, 20, 20 times the normal amount of cancers that he's ever seen in his life. This is not disputable. This is absolute fact. Go to the next one for me. Dr. James Olson. There are literally studies published online by physician researchers showing a, now listen close to this, a stage one cancer accelerating to stage four in under three weeks. Wonder why that is. Uh, This is, we've never seen this before. You never in your life have you ever seen a doctor come on and say, you know what? I'm seeing mild stage one cancers accelerating to stage four in three weeks. You've never seen that before, 
ever in life. And again, Dr. James Olson. Stage four and under three weeks with the CT scans even showing the direct genetic mechanisms. People just have no idea what is going on and I am in complete and utter disbelief. Listen to this. I played, and I, I showed this to you before. This is from Ron Johnson's hearing on the Senate floor that he had with numerous doctors, and this was Thomas Rentz speaking. This is from the DOD. I'm not going to read you all the stats because there's a lot of them, but I'll give you a little sampling. This is from the Department of Defense. This is irrefutable data. It's from the Department of Lloyd Austin's Department of Defense. This is their data. When you are a soldier in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and you have any medical issue whatsoever, you are marked and tracked from day one. It is computerized. You are QR coded, period. You go in there to get a tooth extracted, marked from moment, moment of diagnosis to when that tooth is, is in a cup. And then everything after that, what medication, it is absolutely marked. And this is what it's showing. And remember, this data is comparing 2021 to 2016 through 20. So five years of averages versus 2021. Heart attacks. The five-year average of heart attacks in the military. So for 2018, 2019, 2020, 16 and 17, they had 612 heart attacks a year. How many did they have in 2021? 1,650. From 16 to 20, they averaged 589 cases of pericarditis. In 2021, they had 1,029. Myocarditis, 16 to 20, they averaged 127 per year. In 2021, 363. Pulmonary embolisms, blood clotting. That's a problem, right? We all know it's a problem. So from 2016 to 2020, they averaged 746 cases per year, per year. So, you know, 2017, 746 cases. 2019, 746 cases. 2021, 3,489. Strange, isn't it? What, what, what didn't 16 through 20 have that 2021 has? What, what, what changed? Oh, you know what? Operation Warp Speed is what was implemented in the military, mandated to the military. And let me just, let me put this caveat in here. These numbers that I'm giving you from 2021 are only covering 10 months. So this is, this only covers all the way through October only. So these stats are actually even worse than I'm giving you right now. Bell's palsy, 16 to 20, they average 312 cases per year. 2021, just a slight spike to 3,438. Uh, Gillian Barr syndrome, 16 to 20, average 330 cases per year. In 2021, went up slightly to 3,635. Let's get to some, look, look at these. Neur neuroplasm, which is cancer. They averaged 10,000 diagnoses per year from 2016 to 2020. And in 2021, suddenly 10,000 turned into 114,000. Spontaneous abortion, miscarriages in the military averaged 2016 to 2020, 418 per year. And there's just a slight bump in 2021 from 418 to 4,607. Absolute facts. And there's many more like that. I'm, I'm all, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. Dr. Robert Malone, play it for me. Thomas Rentz, a lawyer who I've actually went with me to testify to the uh, Orthodox Jews. Um, so we've known each other for quite a while now. Um, 
apparently had three D Department of Defense whistleblowers come forward. And they had data mined uh, the, DO, the DOD health database, which is extensive. It's one of the best in, in the United States. You know, there's a lot of barriers to acquiring detailed information on you and me as civilians. You know, the HIPAA Act and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't apply to Department of Defense personnel. So they have detailed granular records. And plus, you know, if you're in the DOD, if you're a warfighter and you go to the dock, it's a DOD dock. Okay, so all that information is really well characterized. And these three, apparently, I, I've just skimmed the data. Thomas, you know, had his laptop open and showed me some of the things that are popping up. They pulled a massive amount of data out of the DOD databases and then did a whistleblower complaint. And Ron Johnson now has extended uh, Senate protection to them formally as whistleblowers. So they came to Thomas Rents with this information. And from what I saw, now this is preliminary, we haven't dissected it yet, but at the top level, I thought it was mind blowing. I saw it as well, the um, numbers were. The, the, the information about miscarriages, the information about cancers, which is validating what Ryan Cole has been concerned about. Neurological disease. Neurologic disease and the stillbirths um, is, is there. And, uh, and apparently, according to Thomas, there's these uh, brave whistleblowers have captured um, examples and information with the cardiac events, for instance, mm -hmm. of the Department of Defense, actually, whoever's doing this, the data management is going in and actively deleting cases, manipulating the database. It's not Thomas Rents alleging that he has three whistleblowers. They're all signed affidavits. They all have signed affidavits under the under the penalty of felony perjury. Three doctors, and he named them. This wasn't this was not the Ukrainian, uh, you know, Trump impeachment hoax. This where you had some whistleblower that nobody could ever talk about. That's never that's never what a whistleblower is supposed to be. Thomas Rents Rents marched onto Capitol Hill as all three of his whistleblowers. All doctors in the military have signed affidavits. There's nothing really to even talk about here. There's nothing really to talk. This is all absolute fact. This is indisputable. And as Dr. Malone was saying, that Lloyd Austin is already putting people out there to try to change the information that's on the computer. But luckily, I, hopefully, it's already all been captured. But that, that, that's already, this, the military is the absolute perfect study because everybody is so tracked. This is irrefutable data. This is exactly what has happened from 16 to 20 and then 2021. It's exactly what has happened. It has been signed under penalty of perjury. Affidavits have been signed by the whistleblowers under penalty of perjury. This is absolute fact. Here's NTD News. Play it for me. At a panel discussion on Monday, renowned and censored health experts such as doctors Peter McCullough and Robert Malone questioned the safety of COVID-19 vaccines. The panel's host, Republican Senator Ron Johnson, revealed that he's been given alarming military health data. The Department of Defense, the Biden administration is on notice. They must preserve these records and this must be investigated. Attorney Thomas Rents gave Johnson the leaked information, which allegedly shows roughly 300% increases in both miscarriages and cancer cases among service members, and a 1,000% increase in neurological issues, all last year's numbers compared to a five-year average. 
Rents told NTD he believes that the COVID-19 vaccines are causing these spikes. But the CDC recommends these drugs to pregnant women. One study it cites says that it didn't find obvious safety concerns among pregnant women and that more work is needed. So you have the perfect imperial, empirical data here where you have the CDC under Rochelle Walensky telling pregnant women and women who want to be pregnant, no problem whatsoever, go get vaccinated, right? And I read you the stat where the, the, from 2016, 2020, the average was 418 miscarriages a year in the entire United States military. And that went up to over 4,600 cases in 2021. And yet these people are still telling other people that the path out of the pandemic is vaccination and that you're perfectly safe. They always call it safe and effective. You're perfectly safe getting vaccinated if you're pregnant. That is a bold-faced lie. The data says otherwise. Not only the DOD data, but also the VAERS data. That's only, and again, Thomas Rents is involved with the lawsuits, with the lawsuit involving the VAERS. The VAERS report, Vaccine Adverse Effects Report, from the CDC, which has 23,000 Americans dead from the vaccine. How do we even justify having a vaccine? How do you call something safe and effective that butchers 23,000 people. How is that safe and how can anybody even go out and puke out that tripe? But they do because they don't care about human life. Look at what has happened to the military and it's on purpose. It's on purpose. I believe it's 2 million members of the military have already been vaccinated. And their kid, the army is opening up today, I believe it is, kicking people out of, out of the army. Uh, with these numbers, with the, I mean, these numbers, immunodeficiencies, look at this, immunodeficiencies. Usually there's 288 cases a year for the entire military. Uh, in 2021, 3,172. I mean, you could go on and on, whatever it may be. HIV, HIV, you normally every year in the military, there's 454 cases of HIV. But lo and behold, in 2021, there's 2,681. That's absolute fact, indisputable fact. And what, what Senator Ron Johnson says, he's putting the military on notice that these records are to be kept and they are not to be changed. Because what Robert Malone said right before the video before that is there's already evidence that Lloyd Austin is sending people in to change this data. Chest pain, look at chest pain. Normally in the military, every year there's 4,892 cases of chest pain for the entire military. And in 2021, 74,813. Strange, isn't it? What's the difference? What is the, what is the common or the non-common denominator? No vaccine, 16. No vaccine, 17. No vaccine, 18. No vaccine, 19. No vaccine, 20. Then a vaccine, 2021. And all of these cases, 300% increase in cancer. 1,000% in increase in neurological disorders. What's well, strange, isn't it? See, this is how you should respond. This is a daily signal video. It's just a nice video. When the D.C. government slapped a closure notice on the front door of the Big Board D.C., which is a restaurant bar, members of Congress walked in and ordered, ordered burgers. Here's Rand Paul. Play it for me. It's easy for me. I came here and I'm going to spend some money to support him, but it's his livelihood. So he has to make a decision. It's a big decision, civil resistance, civil disobedience, when you lose your livelihood. So I'm incredibly proud of him. I'm very supportive of what he's doing because he's saying my individual liberty is worth the price of me even losing my business. You guys might 
probably don't know me. A lot of the world doesn't know me. I'm just a little old bar owner. My brother first told me he wanted me to open up a bar in Northeast DC and I was living out in Washington State. And I laughed at him on the phone and said, there's no chance I'm ever coming to Northeast DC to open up a bar. I came out here, saw the neighborhood and was like, wow, this is gonna be a great place. So there you go. Now his business is done forever. 60% of businesses closed for COVID never reopened. There's no way for him to pay that rent. It's probably $10,000, $15,000 a month in downtown D.C. for that little tiny cubicle that he has. But the, listen, Democrats don't care, but here's the confrontation. Neither do the COVID-caving Christians. All of you pastors that closed your churches, you caused this to happen. You did it. Judgment begins in the house of God. You're the city on a hill. People are looking up to you to see what to do. Whether they acknowledge it or not, when, God, when the word of God in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, says that you are the city on a hill, then you are. And everybody looked at you as you grabbed your ankles and locked down your churches and in the, in the name of love. And then you open up a food pantry to feed the hunger that you yourself caused. You caused this. And yet, I would, listen, I would care regardless. I would address it regardless. But there would be a lot less fervor in my words if I actually saw people repent. I have yet to see a big-name preacher repent. All I've seen is a big-name big preacher in Australia come out in favor of vaccinations and call it Christ-like to get vaccinated. I haven't seen, name the big-name preachers that have repented. I know the big-name preachers that have stood the only international figure that stood was Rodney Howard Brown, who ended up getting arrested. Jonathan Shuttlesworth stood. Greg Locke stood. Archer Pulaski stood. Tony Spell stood with various spheres of influence. They stood. John MacArthur opened early in California, which was a tough stand, but he still closed for months. Where are all these, where are all these big names that have come out? Why have they not come out and said, I was wrong? Why have you, individual Christian, why have you not come out and said, I was wrong? I'm just curious. Now that you're seeing the proliferation of vaccine passports where the entire European Union, Canada, Australia, Israel, and New York City can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without their vaccine passport, which sounds eerily familiar to Revelation chapter 13. Why have you not said, oh my gosh, I made a huge mistake when I grabbed the hold of my kids, strapped masks on their face, and quarantined at home for two months? Well, we only did it for a week or two. You're a COVID caver. If you had never come and said, you know what? I was wrong. What, if you never clearly distinguish what is right and what is wrong, what will you do again? The wrong thing, because you're justifying it. There's no justification for ever wearing a mask. There's no justification for ever locking down. And I'm talking to churches and I'm talking to Christians. There is no justification, let alone the world. There's no justification there either but especially people who are supposed to be influenced by the Holy Spirit, who stand on the word of God. Explain to me lockdowns in accordance with the Bible. Show me the verses. Send them to me. Go ahead. On the screen. I've got, I've got your names all over here. Send me the Bible verses that support locking down. And a lot of these guys, I'm, I'm not using names right now whenever I, whatever, it's not an article right in front of me. But all these guys who came in the, early on were COVID cavers that are now staunch anti-masters staunch anti-vaccine mandate people, staunch anti-Biden people. You know what? I still have never heard you say you're wrong for that first couple months of 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I've yet to hear you address that. You haven't addressed it. Well, Tom, we're supposed to forget the past. No, you forget about the repented of past, the confessed past. You don't just blur it out. You confess it and say, I was wrong, especially if you're a Christian leader. 
All right, here's the uh, NPR, U.S. Army, NPR pick. U.S. Army begins to discharge soldiers who refuse COVID-19 vaccination. Great, great job, COVID cavers. Nice job. Now we get the military, February 2nd. We have the Army discharging. Well, it's not that we need the military or anything. You got Russia massing, massing on the Ukraine border. Not that I want our military over there, but you just have to watch. You always have to watch Russia. The main enemy is who? Is China. We need a military, which, by the way, has the largest army on the planet and the most te uh, technically uh, efficient navy on the planet, better than ours. All of our war games, we did numerous war games. You can bring it back to me, Will. We did numerous war games where we war gamed against China if they invaded Taiwan. And this is from the military leadership currently under Joe Biden and Lloyd Austin. They said we lost, and we lost badly in every scenario. Well, you know, you know what a great solution to that is? Let's cut soldiers. Oh, you know, we have a supply line problem. So you know what? Let's, let's do this. Let's put a mandate in that makes truckers quit their jobs, makes oil workers and, and dock workers quit their jobs. Let's do that. You know why? You, you know why they do that? You're thinking they're galactically stupid. No, no, they are stupid because they don't see that this will turn on them. They're not stupid. It's on purpose. When you go to your store and you see empty shelves, that's on purpose. Why? So that you turn to the government. Those three idiot, those three or four idiot women that were confronting the convoy, it's, they're, they're the perfect stooges. They're the perfect hand puppet of the globalists who stand for absolutely nothing and do exactly what they're told so that they can hold on and grasp and pine onto their, their little pathetic middle-class life. They'll do anything including take the mark of the beast. They'll run to the government for the solution to the problem that the government themselves caused. That is what this has been about from day one. Keep us safe. Keep us safe, Anthony Fauci. I'll do anything to be safe. Safe from what? Well, people die. There's people die every year of multiple illnesses by the millions in a 99.9% .9 survival virus that mainly attacks those over the age of 80, that kills mainly those over the age of 80 and those morbidly obese, and you run for, run for the salvation of a globalist comp company like Pfizer or Moderna or a globalist entity like the United States government, currently a globalist entity under Joe Biden. Let's go to the next one, Jordan Schachtel tweet. Let me break this issue, let me break down this issue as simply as possible, this is brilliant. The, the FDA has approved two vaccines. Neither is available. <laughs> so when they tell you, and by the way, if I understood an article that I read correctly, so don't hold me to this, even those in the military are being vaccinated with a non-FDA approved vaccination. They're not being vaccinated with Comerity. That's what I understood in the video that I watched. They may be. They're claiming that they are, but if they and if they're not being vaccinated by with Comerity, their military contract is being violated. They do not have to take that vaccination. They don't have to take the Comerity either. It's a constitutional issue, but that's for another day. They are Pfizer's Comerity and Moderna's Spike Vax. So that's lovely. Neither one of them is available to you, but yet you hear Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Kamala Harris, Jen Psaki. Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, notorious every last one of them, absolute pimps, vaccine pimps and whores, go out and tell you, we have an approved vaccination. You see the Potomac two-step? They have approved vaccinations through the FDA, but none of them are available to you. Why? Do you ever ask that? 
Why are they not available to us? Because if they give you those, they're not covered by the emergency use authorization, the EUA. They have liability if they pump your veins full of comerity and spike backs. They don't have emergency use, use authorization for those. They have FDA approval, which does not shield them from lawsuits. Hence the reason why they want a perpetual EUA. That's why they want to vaccinate six-month-old kids. Neither exists in the United States. The companies are only supplying EUA shots. The question is why? Why is the FDA suing on behalf of Pfizer? You ever asked that? I mean, have you ever seen that before in your life? Where the federal government is suing on, on behalf of Coca-Cola? Is suing on, on behalf of Home Depot? No, but they're suing on behalf of Pfizer to keep the records from all the, all the paperwork leading up all the studies, all the clinical trials, which there weren't many, because they were shut down when they were granted the EUA. The control group was shut down. That's for another night. But all of the paperwork, all of the trial data, everything, of course, they've already lost this lawsuit, but they're still trying, they're, they're, they're playing more games right now. And this is the FDA trying to suppress the data for 75 years, not allow you to see the data for 75 years, the data that shows how Pfizer came up with their vaccine. Why would the FDA not want you to see that data, but yet you put that needle in your arm? Ben Shapiro, Ted Cruz, numerous other conservatives. You see Pfizer, which by the way is a globalist leftist company and you pump your veins full of their vaccine that they don't want you to see the material of how it was developed for 75 years. They lost that lawsuit, so they have to put it out for in, in the next eight months, allegedly. But you know they're, gonna, they're going to appeal that. And what they're trying to do now is, and then, by the way, these are all lawsuits funded by your taxpayer dollars. FD, the FDA is filing these lawsuits on behalf of Pfizer, which could easily pay for their own lawsuits, but they're not. But the FDA is filing these lawsuits, and now what they're trying to pull is say, you know what, okay, we'll release the data. This went before a judge, and by the way, they lost again. Oh, no, no, I take that back. I'm not sure whether they lost that one or not. I'll look it up. I'll have it for you on Saturday if I get to it. But they went before a judge, and they said, you know what? We'll agree to the eight months, but Pfizer gets to determine what's released in that eight months. So they can redact, they can erase, they can do whatever they want. That should sound, that should sound very familiar to you because that's exactly what's happening with the one, with the one six prisoners right now. The government, the FBI gets to determine what the defense lawyers get to see for a one six prisoner, for those arrested during the one six protest. This is who they are. They are absolutely lawless. And we must stand against them. You never give one inch ever. All right, let's go to the next one. Let them breathe video. This is a great video. These are Oakdale, California students throughout the district are refusing to wear masks. High schoolers have been sent to the gym and filled it with more unmasked students on their way. Play it for me. Why would your kid ever be there? I mean, maybe if it was the kid was going for some sort of athletic scholarship, but I can absolutely tell you, my kid would never attend a school where they send my kid to go sit in COVID clumps in a gymnasium because they're not masked. Vaccinations will be next if Gavin Newsom has his way. Frontline News, Dr. Simone Gold. 
Pharma giant Pfizer pushes vaccine for small children despite failure in clinical trials. Here's the article briefly. Pfizer is widely expected to ask the FDA, again, the FDA, who's filing federal lawsuits on their behalf to suppress their vaccine trial information for emergency use authorization, here we go, of its COVID vaccine in infants and young children as early as today. Pfizer, together with BioNTech, its German partner in the production of its COVID vaccine, hopes to begin administering the shots to infants as young as six months worldwide. So, it's, you, know, I, I, you know, you may consider this a racist statement. Gosh, it's weird that all this crap comes out of Germany. Ursula von der Leyen, head of the European Union, I have my COVID vaccine, my COVID passport. funny how it, I mean, it's just funny how it works, isn't it? I told you, listen, we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his, of his devices. Starting in the United States later this month, Pfizer and the FDA are moving forward despite the failure, its drug trials on children, despite its failure of the drug in children under five. There's, but don't, don't worry, they're still moving forward. It failed in its clinical trials, to produce any antibodies, but don't worry, they're moving forward. They're going to, they want to make sure that they jam a metal rod full of an experimental mRNA vaccination into your seven-month-old, and parents are lining up to do it. There are parents that are participating in these clinical trials with their six-month-olds, six-month-olds. Can you imagine being that galactically stupid? Can you, be, can you imagine being that galactically deceived and brainwashed? But they are. Two doses of the pediatric vaccine failed in two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds to trigger an immune, immune response comparable to what was generated in teens and older adults. The company did claim then, though, to have achieved an adequate immune response in children six months to two years old. A third dose is already planned due to the disappointing results from the trials of the two-shot regimen in children under five, which, by the way, have a 0% chance of ever dying of COVID and basically have a 0% chance of ever transmitting COVID to anybody. They're not significant vectors of COVID-19 at all. Despite all the gaslit Goebbels propaganda, don't give grandma COVID if you're a five-year-old. They don't. One study after another has shown that. But that never gets in the way of the FDA and Pfizer. Pfizer immediately began testing a third dose on those children, those under five, amending its study to provide for a third injection to each of the participating children eight weeks after their second shot. So your kid's going to get three vaccinations before they're two, before they're three, before they're four. An anonymous for, for a virus they have 0% chance of dying of and a practical 0% chance of transmitting. An anonymous administration official reported that a briefing of federal health officials by Pfizer, which included the illustrious garden gnome, Anthony Fauci, the White House's chief medical advisor for its response to the coronavirus, included a robust conversation that three doses were likely to be much better than two shots in children under five. But to get to three, you have to get two shots first. Well, these people are geniuses. In order to get the three shots, you got to do two shots first says Anthony Fauci, and you take his vaccine. There's an interest in seeing this move forward. The third dose may already be added to the scheduled dosing of infants and young children by April. And they have a 0% chance of ever dying from COVID. Disclosed TV tweet, new meta analysis from Hopkins University, a little bit old here, 
Some, most of you have seen this already, but I actually have some quotes off of this study that are very brief that I want to read you. Meta-analysis from Hopkins University concludes that lockdowns have had little to no, I repeat, little to no public health effects. And this is from Johns Hopkins University, which, by the way, is no bastion at all of conservatism. Where am I at, Aaron? While they have imposed enormous, enormous economic and social costs. Lockdown policies are ill-informed and should be rejected as a pandemic policy, says the liberal John Hopkins University study. Congratulations, everybody who's locked down. You know what? You were a puppet from day one. You were Joe Biden's finger puppet from day one. And by the way, Donald Trump's finger puppet, who advocated first 15 days to flatten the curve, then went to 30, then went to 60. He was wrong. He was wrong to listen to Anthony Fauci, wrong to listen to Deborah Burks, wrong to keep them employed. And he cost himself the presidency by giving legitimacy to a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate. He gave legitimacy to the concept that it was this deadly, deadly virus. It is not. It kills some people just like the flu. Kills 30 to 80,000 Americans every year in the United States. The study out of the UK shows that out of 68 million people, only 6,000 people died of COVID only. Everybody else had mitigating factors. All right, where am I at? Real developments tweet. 70,000 patient study by Kaiser. Oh, I want to read you this real quick. Leave that. You can leave it up, Will. It's all good. I want to read this off. This is from the Johns Hopkins study. Lockdowns, quote, are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. Quote, no evidence that lockdowns, school closures, border closures, border closures, limiting, that'd be interesting if we actually had a closed border, limiting gatherings, have had a no, uh, none of these things have had a noticeable effect on COVID 19 mortality. None. Do you feel stupid now when you're quarantined? When you're pasting leaves on a poster board with your kids, calling yourself COVID, COVID, I mean, uh, uh, quarantine day 17? Feel a little stupid now? You ought to confess that. Not to me. You ought to confess that to God and say, I was wrong. Because look at where we're at now. Those quarantines did nothing. You actually took your kids. And you shoved them into a home where 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. 70,000, put it back up there for me. Thanks, guys. 70,000 patients studied by Kaiser shows no difference in hospitalization rate for unvaxxed versus double-vaxxed. Uh, here we go. First one of the night. Whoops. Whoops. That's why you have 90% of hospitalizations for COVID-19 in Israel fully vaxxed. Same statin. Uh, uh, well, 75% of hospitalizations in Australia, fully vaxxed. 75% of hospitalizations in the UK, fully vaxxed. And shows higher hospitalization rate for the boosted than the unvaxxed or double vaxxed. So if you want to go to the hospital, get boosted. Facts. That's what these are. Pandemic of the unvaxxed is total bleep. Based on, a, based on study results, booster is bad. Booster is bad. All right, that's it. We'll call it a night right there. Back here, Saturday night, 10.30. We have a really cool video for you to watch. going to be the first one you see. Don't leave. you got to see this video we're going to play right off the bat. Right off the bat, coming as soon as I get my chubby face off the screen. So stick with me. Back here, 10.30, Saturday night. Love you all. Stand your ground in Jesus' name. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. 
you know what, you come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never gonna close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLively.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLively.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.